Most of the time when people are connecting with people is they're waiting for someone else to take the initiative. When you take the initiative, you are now stepping into that seat of showing people that you care for them. And almost every time we're waiting for someone else to take the initiative, right? We're waiting for that person that we want to meet to come over to us and say something. Guys, there's a ton of people, probably most other people in that event are waiting for the same thing. They're waiting for you. They're waiting for someone to come up and and introduce themselves. So people want to be introduced to. People want to be noticed. People want you to take the initiative. So take the initiative just like Buddy did. What's up, y'all? Guys, I'm coming at you. It is straight up 12 o'clock midnight, and it's it's a little bit past my bedtime, but uh, I'm driving home from the Eugene Airport. I was in Phoenix, Arizona all week last week at our company retreat, and one of our main things that we love to do at our company retreat, uh, we fly our 50, 60 employees in, and one of my favorite things is we connect with each other deeply. Yeah, we, you know, we get a bunch of work done, for sure. We get momentum on our, on our projects. We get clarity. But one of the biggest reasons we get together is connection. So in this episode of the Trevor Truck Talk, I'm going to dive into how to connect more deeply with people and really build an amazing network and amazing relationships. So I'm going to go through, guys, uh, I'm going to go through the very first live event I ever went to and why I ended up staying in a suite with a random dude I never met from Japan after meeting him for five minutes and how we're still friends today, 14 years later. Okay. I'm going to talk about how from that same event, another person that I used that, that I had learned how to connect with the, from how to, how to connect from this other guy, buddy, the, the guy that lived in Japan. I learned how to connect with people deeper just from that dude. I connect with some other amazing people in that same event. Uh, one of them. I'm a business partner in, a, in another software company outside of Carrot still today that will be an eight-figure business probably within this next year, uh, 14 years later. Some of my best friends in the world I met at events. Some of my best friends in the world I met in creating events or creating opportunities for connection. And this is going to span into life outside of work as well. So if you crave connection, uh, which I think most humans do, right, in some way, shape, or form. If you crave connection, if you love connecting with people, if you love adding value to people, if you love being able to build a network, if you see the value of being able to build a network for your business or your life or your passion or your you know, nonprofit you're passionate about, this episode is for you, okay? So let me tell a, a, a few stories here. So I'm gonna tell a story about the first live event and connecting with people and some lessons I learned from my buddy named Buddy uh, from Japan. And then the second story I'm going to tell you guys is about what what do you do when you when you can't find a group of people to connect with? Uh, how do you create your own group to connect with? Okay. And then number three is how do I treat events, live events? So when I'm going to a live event, whether it's a mastermind, like I was at Pace Morby's mastermind today uh, before I hit the airplane. So when you're, when you're heading, when you're checking out a mastermind, how do you show up to that mastermind or that live event effectively to be able to make amazing connections? Okay. So let's go to Orlando, Florida. This is the very first live event I ever went to. And I didn't have the money to pay for the event. I was 2008. I was just getting going in business. I graduated college 2006. Um, you know, worked with my parents for about a year and then moved up to Portland. I was trying to figure some things out in the entrepreneurship side. And I get an email about this contest for this for this live event called New Beginnings. And this event completely changed my life. I mean, literally changed my life, changed my perspective on life. And uh, my life would not be anywhere near the same if I did not go to this event. 
Okay. And here's kind of how it went down. I, I applied uh, for this event. It's a $9,000 ticket and I didn't have that money. I maybe had two grand in my, in my entire bank account. And I applied for this, this contest that won that where you could win a ticket. And they were given three tickets away. There was a grand prize ticket, which got like full um, hotel. They got a suite. They got a, they got the airplane, airplane taken care of. And they got this $9,000 ticket for the entire week long event. And it was the most amazing marketers in the world at that time. It was Jay Abraham and Rich Sheffern and um, uh, Jeff Walker and Frank Kern, like all these amazing markers. It, it doesn't stop there, guys, the, the, the cream of the crop. And so they gave away the first two tickets. They gave, gave away the grand prize. And then there was this one more opportunity. I had to write an essay and post it on their blog on why I deserved this ticket. And I submitted the essay. I didn't think anything of it, honestly. I didn't think I was going to win it because there were hundreds and hundreds of submissions. And then I get an email and I was I checked spam, which I never check spam. And I remember opening up the spam one day and it was this weird subject line. I can't remember what it, what it was today, but it was a weird subject line. It, it wasn't obvious that I was winning a ticket to this event. And I opened it up as like one or two sentences. And the guy says, hey, cool, we selected you. We'd like, to, we, we'd like you to come out to Florida for the event. I'm like, what? Is this a real? And so I emailed him back. It was real. Long story short, I landed in Florida about two months later. Okay, my first ever solo flight. And I, I, I spent, you know, about a third of my entire life savings on going to this event and taking a leap that there would be something here and someone here that could really help me figure out how to make these unlocks. Because I wasn't I, I wasn't making these unlocks that were really going to drive my business forward. I was start, I started to make a, a couple thousand dollars a month online at this time. So I was making a little bit of money, but all that was going to pay for our rent and pay for just normal expenses. And I was hustling on the side to be able to make enough money just to not go in debt that year, which I did go in debt that first year. And so I show up there. I had the like the worst hotel booked. I was a hotel across the street from Disney World. Uh, the event was actually at the Contemporary Resort, which is an amazingly nice hotel. Expensive rooms, the whole thing. And so I took the red eye there because I, I wanted to save some money and not have to stay an extra night. And I show up right at the event with my with my with my suitcase. And so I'm walking in there like a gomer. I've got my backpack and I've got my suitcase. I wheel that suitcase into the first session that I find. And I sit down front row, right on the right side of that front row. And there's a guy sitting next to me and we introduce ourselves. He's just like this nice guy. He took the initiative. So think of that word. Remember that word initiative. Um, he took the initiative and said, Hey, he goes, I'm buddy. And nice to meet you, man. What's your name? So, uh, you know, my name is Trevor. Uh, he goes, dude, where are you from? And I'm from Oregon, explained the whole thing. And I said, where are you from? He goes, oh, I'm, I'm from I'm from the States, but I live in Japan. I'm, I'm a teacher in Okinawa at an airbase. And I'm like, dude, that's amazing. So we got to talk and the session uh, was Frank Kern. Frank Kern, one of the most uh, amazing marketers in the world. Uh, he gave his session. Then, buddy, at the end of the session, we were going to go figure out the next session to go to. And he saw my bag sitting there. And uh, I was going to check in at the end of the day to my hotel across the way. Check-in wasn't until 4. And he said, dude, what's your bag still there for? Have you, have you not checked into your room at the hotel yet? I go, no, I'm, I'm across the street at this crappy hotel and, and I'm just going to wait till the end of the day. And he goes, you wouldn't believe this. He goes, I want a ticket to this event. And they actually gave me a suite. So I've got a fully paid for suite at the top of the hotel. Dude, I've got two queen beds. If you want to stay with me, you can stay with me. And I go, no way. I want a ticket too, but, it, but I didn't get all the cool perks and so, so you're going to let me stay up in your room, some dude you just met this past hour, and we're going to hang out for eight days together, 
in Orlando, Florida together in this suite. And we just met. He's like, dude, dude, of course, like you'd seem trustworthy. And he goes, I'm just getting started my journey. You're just getting started your journey. Let's kind of do it together. And so we did. And, and buddy and I kind of palled around that whole event. We went and met, met so many amazing people. So one of the things I met that I learned from buddy with connecting with people, and this is going to carry over into all of the other lessons I'm going to teach this too, is first of all, you take the initiative. Okay, most of the time when people are connecting with people is they're waiting for someone else to take the initiative. You take the initiative, okay? When you take the initiative, you are now stepping into that into that seat of showing people that you care for them. And almost every time, we're waiting for someone else to take the initiative, right? We're waiting for that person that we wanna to meet to come over to us and say something. We're waiting for that person that we wanna to meet to kind of kind of lock us in the eyes and show us that they're thinking about us, that they want to, or that they want to want to have a, a chance to connect with us. We're waiting. We're we're standing in the corner of this networking party, waiting for someone to come up to us. And guys, there's a ton of people. Probably most other people in that event are waiting for the same thing. They're waiting for you. They're waiting for someone to come up and and introduce themselves. So people want to be introduced to. People want to be noticed. People want you to take the initiative. So take the initiative just like Buddy did. And so I took the initiative. I started meeting people and connecting with people. And I was a decently shy guy, you know, that let's say that year or two before, and I was starting to come out of my shell a bit. And so I started taking initiative. And one of the guys I took initiative on is my buddy, Chris, uh, Chris Brisson. And Chris, an amazing guy, lives in Del Del Delray Beach, Florida, just a smart, good looking dude. You know, he, he seemed like he kind of had the world by the tail. And uh, fast forward to today, guys, Chris Brisson and I are still business partners. We, we've been in business in, in uh, two, di two different businesses. One completely failed miserably, and we lost our, our tails on that one. And the other one is wildly successful right now, okay? Uh, he's the leader of, I own a minority of the company, but it'll, it'll hit eight figures a year in business, uh, in, in revenue this year, this next year. Uh, it's a software company, and so that's two eight-figure software companies that I'm involved in, one I own the vast majority of, and one I own a minority of. And this one started because I took the initiative to make a connection with someone following Buddy. Okay, so let's kind of take this and move out to the second lesson now. Okay, the second lesson is more of, how do you now take this into events and really go into events thinking about how do I connect with people, okay? Because I can tell you guys, the most important reason to go to events is not to learn something, okay? You, I, I hope you learn something. And I, I, whenever I go into an event, I go, my aim is to learn one thing that I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna try to learn five things I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna try to execute 10 things. I'm gonna write some notes. I'm gonna take one thing away from this event. And I've even sometimes, y'all, when I took that one thing that I knew, oh my gosh, this is exactly why I came here for, I will leave the workshop and I will go out to the hall and just start meeting with people. I will completely leave the training sessions and go hang out where people are hanging out, okay? Because um, that's where the value is after you get that one nugget. So events are to meet people. They're not to get training. You can get training from online courses, from Zoom calls, whatever it is. You go to live events so you can connect with people in the after hours. So you connect with people in the halls. That's where business partnerships are made. That's where friendships are made. That's where connection happens. That's where like the joy for a lot of us happens uh, in business. Actually, where you get a lot of your momentum. So a few tips when you're looking to build tighter connections when you go to events. The first thing is plan ahead. Okay, so when you're going to an event, don't just show up on day one, hour one, and go, cool, I'm at the event. What do I want to do now? Uh, so plan ahead. Look at the agenda. Look at the speakers of the event. 
write it down, go follow all the speakers. And what I like to do is I follow the speakers and then I hit each one of them with an Instagram message. And I say, hey, this is Trevor. I'm pumped you're speaking at the XYZ event. I'm gonna be there as well. If you're cool with it, I'll come up and say hi sometime uh, during the week or after your after your after your talk. I'm so excited about your talk because of X Y Z, and here's how it's relevant to my business. So you saw what I did there, guys, right? Number one, you're researching to see who may be interesting and amazing to connect with, where you can add value to them, and they can add value to you. You then go follow them if you can follow them on social media. So now uh, they might see that this person followed them. So when they meet you in person. Now it's not going to be a completely foreign concept that you're, that you exist, right? They might recognize your face. They might recognize your name. Uh, they might not recognize you at all, but there's that connection at least. Okay. You can look and see, uh, you know, their last few posts or the last couple months and kind of see what their life looks like. That might be something to start a conversation on. Man, you know, after I saw you were a speaker here, I followed you on Instagram and I saw that you were over in Iceland a couple months ago. Dude, Iceland's on my bucket list. How was it? I'd love to hear about it right? Those types of things really start strike up those conversations because oftentimes the conversation and knowing what to talk about in that first five minutes is among the hardest things you know, for me anyway, when I'm looking to connect with someone. So I like to kind of figure out who's going to be there, uh, follow them, hit them up with the DM on IG, learn a little bit about them. So now I can go in and add value to them and I'm showing them that I am interested in them. What most people do when they go to events is they try to get people interested in themselves rather than them being interested in the other person. And so uh, they'll go up to the person, they'll introduce themselves and they try to spend the next 20 minutes talking about themselves and how cool their idea is or, all, or what all their problems are. No, you learn about the people and then you go talk about them, connect with them, find out what they're passionate about. They will ask you in due time and then you can tell them at that point. Okay guys, so prepare ahead of time. That's number one. Okay, number two is like I said, pick the, pick the workshops you definitely want to go to, but do not sit in every darn workshop. I know that sounds weird, right? You paid for the event and you're like, yeah, but I paid for the, I paid for the, the speakers up, up front. No, you did not. You did not. You paid for, like I said, at the start of this, you paid for the connections. You paid to get around people. If you just paid for training, uh, you go get that on, on masterclass.com. Go get that at a home study course. No, you paid for the experience and the people. So do not sit in every single session unless it's a mastermind. Okay. If it's a mastermind, that's a little bit different because that's really made to be this tight group of people, smaller group of people. But if it's a bigger event, it's 200 people, it's 300 people, it's 400 people, it's 500 people. Do not sit in every session. Okay. Pick the ones you want to go to, uh, sit next to some people, get to know them. But then in the sessions outside of uh, you know, in, in, in the break times or the sessions you don't want to watch, you go out there to the lobby, you go out there and connect with people. You go hang with people, go, go to the bar, connect with people, go hang with people. Okay. Uh, the third tip with live events is I know you're going to be very tempted and you don't have to drink alcohol in this. Oftentimes I'll go to events and I won't drink alcohol at all, but you need to make sure that you're like probably not going to go to bed crazy early on these nights. You can go to, you can go to bed early when you get back um, afterwards. Okay. Now, if you're religious to the fact of like, dude, I always go to bed at eight o'clock and that's me and I'm not going to change that because I'm at an event. Awesome. You go do you. And I, and I respect the heck out of that. But if you're going to connect with people, make sure you're carving out time to really have that time with them at the restaurant, right? Go to the dinners, uh, go to the bar and drink water or, or go grab a drink or whatever it is. 
connect with people in the, in the after hours. That's when some of the biggest and best connections and relationships have ever happened. I remember this would have been 2010. I went to an event, event in Vegas. And uh, this event was a really cool event. I, I was a no-name person in there. I started to take some of those, those principles I've already talked about. I researched who was going to be there. I went up and met them and, 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 and knew that there were some things that they had done in their lives. I asked about them and I learned about them and I and asked about their goals and learned about what they're passionate about. And then they, then they learned about me after that. But I remember at the top of the Palms, um, the Palms Casino, they have, I think it's called the Sky Bar up there. And the Sky Bar is the spot that, that many people kind of congregated to. And so I had learned that all the cool guys were going to the Sky Bar. So that Than Merrill, when Than Merrill was just getting started, a whole bunch of other amazing people, Greg Clement from Real Flow, uh, a bunch of other amazing people, they were going up to the Sky Bar. So I, I'm like, dude, I'm going to go up to the Sky Bar with them too. And so I was up there, probably up there until one or two in the morning. And I had some of those amazing conversations in the world. One of the conversations I had was actually with one of the guys that I had met at that 2008 event in Orlando, Florida. Okay, we'd already built a relationship. His name is Francis Oblola. We were at the same event in Vegas and we dove deep. We had so much in common. Uh, we were married about the same amount of uh, about the same amount of time. We got together with our high school sweethearts. We're the same age, same same uh, um, uh, passion, same hobbies. Just so many things. We're still friends today. But that's that tip there, guys. Is is it, partake in the after hours. Okay, you don't have to drink, but just partake in the after hours because that's when things get deep and that's when things get amazing. Okay, last tip, guys, with live events is oftentimes when people leave live events. They, they basically say, cool, live event's over. Let me go figure out what the next thing is I need to go soak up, right? No. When you leave the live event, take your notes, pick one thing you're going to implement. That's it. One thing. Okay. Go implement that thing. But then write that list of the people that you met that are people you want to stay connected with and text message them. Hey, it was amazing meeting you here. Da, da, da. Let's set up something in a couple months and just kind of check up and on where we where where each other are. are. You cool with that? Yeah, cool with it. Cool. Put it on the calendar, okay? Or write a note. Uh, one thing that I started to do years ago is anytime I travel and this helps with connection is I grab a postcard. So I was just in Phoenix, Arizona, so I've got five or so Phoenix postcards here in my computer bag. And um, I've got postcards from Nashville, Tennessee and from Phoenix and Alaska and Palm Springs and Hawaii and you know, all over the place in my office. And um one of the most amazing things you could do is when you get back, you take out a postcard and you write out uh, a note to the person. Hey, Mark, it was amazing meeting you in Vegas. And you do it from like a Vegas postcard or, or a Phoenix postcard or whatever, right? It was amazing meeting you in Vegas. Uh, I was so inspired by your story. And I'm excited to see you know how things grow from here. Here's my phone number. Don't hesitate to hit me up and let's hop on a call sometime soon. But just wanted to say how amazing it was to meet you. Okay. Send out that, that postcard, text message that person, build that relationship and foster that relationship afterwards. Okay. So those are the tips for building a relationship and connection in live events, prepare, research ahead. Okay. Learn something about that person, take initiative, go up and meet the person, talk about them, not about yourself. They'll ask about you eventually. <clears throat> um, and then partake in the after hours and then follow up after the event. Okay. Now the last thing, the lot, the third big tip that I'm talking about with, with connection is it's funny i'm driving into my property and i just passed two big giant bucks like like deer uh white teal deer and it's such a cool time of the year because the bucks are running all around the property right now but um the third part is 
Well, what happens if you don't have the money to go to an event, right? What happens if you don't have the money to go to an event or you can't travel or you don't want to travel or whatever it is? Well, you can, you can do the same thing in your personal life or just locally. So personally, we did the same thing. We, we wrote down a set of friends. We're like, man, we love these people. How do we, how do we spend some more time with them? And, and you always want to pick people that you have shared common interests with uh, as well, where you can really, really, really go deep. And so we, we uh, gathered this group of people, this group of friends, and we get together uh, every other Sunday. We gather the four families. We uh, break bread together. We have fellowship. We do some Bible study together. The kids play with, uh, with each other, and it's just an absolute blast. And so uh, definitely break bread with each other, but create some sort of groups, as, as if you can, that are around your passions. Okay, Create a group around your faith. Uh, create a group uh, around your uh, a hobby. So if you love doing mountain biking, create a, a weekly mountain bike trip with some buddies or a hiking trip up something. Uh, if you absolutely love uh, fitness, then awesome. Have a workout group. Uh, we have my workout group where it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We get together uh, at 8.15 in the morning at my office gym, and it's about five of us give or take, sometimes it's two of us, we get together, we work out, we talk, we bond, uh, and we connect. And we just do some amazing, amazing things. And I think you should always obviously have some very, very specific um, uh, things with your family as well, where it's you have routine uh, where you can connect with your family more deeply. So I'm going to go do that right now. And I'm and, uh, heading in there. I haven't seen my family for almost a week now. And uh, I don't know if you can hear this, but there's geese. The geese are flying over the river right now. I'll, I'll pause for a few seconds here. Probably couldn't hear it, but there's geese flying over my house right now. But guys, I'm going to go and connect with my family right now. And um, I want you guys to think about how you can connect more this year. Okay, I want you create, creating more. I want you connecting more with more people. Life will be much more fruitful and purposeful and passion-filled when you connect with people. Find an event or two to go to. Okay, whether it's a carrot camp or something else, find, find an event or two to go to. And follow these tips to really build tighter connections, which can build your business, build your happiness. And uh, let me know how it goes, guys. I talk soon. I'm whispering as I go into the house because it's 12, 15 right now in the morning. All right. Uh, give me a rating and review, y'all. Love you guys. We'll talk soon.